Stacy Wen at clarityunleashed.com. Today is January 1st, 2019. I want to wish everybody a happy new year. Just wanted to record a brief um, podcast and let you guys know what I'm going to start the new year doing with you. And hopefully this is um, just something that's going to build and continue to build throughout the year and will prove to be um, a blessing to you guys as much as it will be to me. I am very, um, it's been very impressed on my heart that that we have lost a lot of the stories of women and scripture just simply because we um, often do not hear about women's stories in church. Um, granted, there, I mean, gosh, there's how, how much can you identify with the stories of the men of the Bible? Of course, as women, um, we certainly can. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about why it's important, though, that we um, do have a holistic view of Scripture and hear about uh, women of the Bible and men of the Bible, and, and also maybe why it's important that we hear voices of women actually teach and preach about these stories about women. Uh, I think if you just um, sort of give it a little bit of thought, you might see why uh, in your own life you gain a lot of information from and insight from people that are of the opposite sex, but you also have a, have a different experience perhaps, and you identify more when you are learning and being taught by and being mentored by someone who is your same gender. So just let that sort of sit and think about that in relation to the text. But the overarching um, thought that I had this morning too is one that um, just when God works with us as his children, his daughters and his sons, um, he works on the inside of us. He doesn't change our exterior. He's changing our internal spirit. Our spirit aligns with his and we start to um, really change internally in our hearts and in our spirits. And we start to, um, he, he purifies us and brings us in closer relationship with him. But it's spirit to spirit. It's, it's inside, not our outside. So it's kind of like that um, old adage that you hear about the it's what's inside the book not the cover of the book I think over and over again in scripture we understand that um, it's not what's on the outside it's not how the world would classify us in a certain um, social class or race or tribe or gender or age group that God just totally counterculturally um, just bypasses all of that stuff and deals with us on the inside. There's absolutely nothing that we can do um, in our earthly form to, to, to align ourselves you know, externally with him. He continues and continues to demonstrate that it's what's on the inside that matters. So having said that, I, I think part of our spiritual journey on this earth is that we come to terms with that and realize that um, that he is he is working on our on our insides and it's our insides that matter it's our spirit that matters it's our relationship direct relationship with him that matters 
And then as we start to meet people who have that same mindset, we actually identify them. Often you'll hear someone say that there's just something about them. It's like there's a light that shines on them or through them or there's just when you're in their presence, it feels like you're close to God. Like that, that kind of a connection with people that you feel, fellow believers, um, is something that surpasses what we can see with our human eyesight. It's what we see with our spiritual eyesight. Um, so I think if we believe those things, then it just goes hand in hand with that to believe that we have to be willing to look. When we, when we determine the stories that we tell each other as part of our testimonies or the stories that we identify with in scripture, it, it just makes sense that we would understand and use that same methodology and not pick and choose just with a, a, a gender that we share or pick and choose, you know, that we, we choose to share the stories um, that we identify with physically based on physical characteristics. So if we're going to say that Christians, it's what's on the inside of us that matters, then I, I think it just makes sense that we don't exclude stories that we tell from the Bible based on whether the person is a woman or a man. Um, I think that's kind of challenging. And it's funny because I was just saying this morning that, you know, I, I probably like most of you, when I post stuff on social media, I... Um, I pay attention sometimes to the likes and the non-responses, and it seems like the more sort of controversial I get on social media, the less likes I have. I, I don't think that that means fewer people read it, because I still think people read the controversial stuff, but they just choose not to publicly acknowledge that they have. Um, so it was interesting to me that even just posting that I wanted to dig in more into scripture and, and learn more about women in scripture in 2019, that post itself got very few acknowledgments. And I'm wondering, is it, is it because it could be any number of things. It could just be a discomfort that there's even a need to, to say that. Like, is, is there a discomfort out there that it, it is even um, a thing to be wary of that I would want to just purposefully look at, at stories of women in scripture. I, I don't, I hope not, because I don't think that's, you know, a feminist move or anything like that. I think I've said before in this podcast, I don't really consider myself a feminist. I consider myself a woman and I consider the ways that God has interacted with women in scripture to be very important to me. I think I've learned a lot about myself through them. And I identify, you know, I can identify with stories about David and his, um, his bravery. I feel like uh, I can identify with how he came up against something that seemed insurmountable with just a, a, a confidence and, and bravery and he was successful. Um, we can identify with David in terms of how he uh, made mistakes, moral, grievous moral mistakes in his life, but that didn't keep him from being used by God and being uh, considered a, a great man of God. Um, I think that that can tell us a lot, that there are things that 
um, God looks at that are, uh, you know, even our bad, the things that we've done in life that are sinful or that are, you know, morally corrupt, that even out of those situations, God can redeem us and give us a great testimony. And I think he certainly, his story certainly um, teaches us that as well. Um, so yeah, I mean, I can sit through a, a message that uses time and time again, uses men um, and, you know, character stu studies of men from scripture. I can learn from that. But I also lately have found myself when I, when I hear that, you know, we're talking about a particular characteristic or, um, um, you know, grace or, um, you know, truth or righteousness or um, living through an adverse situation and, and it becoming something good or being willing to lay you know, everything you believe on the line and, and do something that is seen by society as um, outrageous, but following choosing God instead of society, like those types of messages that we often will hear I can think of countless women in the Bible that did just those things, that were very brave, that fought um, like warriors, that um, walked away from, from earthly comfort and uh, were willing to stand up against injustice, um, used, you know, used whatever methods they had at their disposal to do so. Like I can think of plenty of women that have done those things. So I, those stories start coming to mind in my head as I listen to sermons sometimes and listen to messages. And I think of those women. And um, the only reason I can do that is because I've started studying myself more, more and more about women in the Bible. So I wanna do that in 2019. And I want to just give voice to them. I, I just feel like God would want us to, to remember them and remember their stories and learn from them and be able to use their um, experiences and how he interacted with them in order to understand some of the things that we go through today and help to build our own testimonies, um, our scriptural role models, and be able to minister to others and other women especially who need to hear how God changed women and cared about women when he was here on earth as Jesus Christ, how he sought out women um, specifically and in a time when women were considered property, how he just really rocked the boat on that one and um, showed in many, many countless situations that he was there for the women and children as well, not just the men. So um, to me, this isn't uh, it shouldn't be controversial at all. It should just be what we do. So I think I'm going to start this year just by mentioning Acts 16 uh, because I think this is a great way a great way to start, and it's a story about how the Holy Spirit sought out uh, a woman and the importance of women. Um, that we can gain from from this 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 chapter, this passage. So in Acts 16, we see that Paul and Silas and Timothy are are trying to build their 
um, their travel plans. They're trying to decide where they're going to go and who they're going to be ministering to. And um, they're hopeful that they can go to Asia. And what happens is the Holy Spirit speaks to him and, and, and shifts their travel plans. And Paul allows for that. Paul had his, his own thoughts about where he wanted to go, but he allowed the Holy Spirit to guide him on his path. And he ends up, instead of going to Asia, he, he ends up going to Europe. And according to the dream that he had, he was looking for, or he, he was called by a man in this dream to come to Macedonia. And um, that's why they undertook this journey. So the Holy Spirit draws him away from his own plans and brings him to Europe. And it's interesting because he ends up in Philippi and although it, it, it's called a major city at that time, there was no synagogue in Philippi. And a synagogue required there to be 10 men, 10 Jewish men, um, to, to start or uh, maintain a synagogue in a city. So there was none. So that w would potentially mean that there weren't, there weren't even 10 Jewish men there that were able to sustain um, that worship. So he, Paul, and his... his travel companions head down to the river and it says in Acts 16 that when he got there he ministered to the women who were gathered there so there's a group of women who are praying and worshiping at the river and he goes straight to them and begins to teach them we read that Lydia was the woman um, the main woman in the story and that, her, that God had already opened her heart to hear Paul's message. So she was already a God-fearing woman. And God had, had um, not only prepared Paul's journey to her, but God had prepared her heart to hear Paul's message. So it's this beautiful story of how God um, urged Paul, and Paul listened, and Paul found the group that he was called to minister to, God prepared the hearts to hear the message. So he was obedient and she was obedient. And out of that came the very first convert in all of Europe. Lydia was the very first convert in all of Europe. So God purposefully drew Paul to Europe to bring Lydia to him. So he I mean, if nothing else, are you just amazed by the fact that, the, that God chose a woman to be the first convert in all of Europe? I think that's just beautiful. And it's not sexist. And it's not, you know, I'm not a feminist for saying that. But it's beautiful. It's beautiful to think that what I know about God is, is true and demonstrated in Scripture, that he does come after the one. Um, and, and to him, society didn't matter. Um, what the what the roles were in society at that time. Uh, Lydia was a successful businesswoman, so she was seen as a successful businesswoman by those in her city. Um, but if Paul looked at her through society's eyes, he would have potentially walked right past her on that riverbank that day. But he saw her through spiritual eyes, not through his physical eyes. He saw her as someone that needed to hear the word of God. 
Not only that, but after she was saved, he baptized her and her whole family, and then he helped her start her own house church. So here's Lydia, a successful businesswoman in the area, who's now um, a Christian. She's following the way. She's following Jesus Christ, and she is running the very first church, house church, in all of Europe. Paul was later imprisoned on that trip and ended up after he um, was released, he and his uh, travel companions went back to Lydia's house to kind of recharge before they left to resume their journey. Um, and the timeline, you can pull up Paul's timeline, and this was in the time period of, so Acts 16 was written in the time period of AD 50 to 52, and that's when he was in Philippi. And it's um, shortly before he wrote his letter to the Romans, and I just want to note that too, that um, just a few years later, he wrote one of the books that most of us just love and cherish, the book of Romans. And that book, he actually entrusted to a woman to carry to Rome. So he wrote this, this book, and he handed it to Phoebe, and Phoebe's the one that carried it for him to the city of Rome, and part of that responsibility um, was undoubtedly to read it to the recipients. So as we think about 2019 and sort of uncovering some of these stories, I thought this would be an excellent way to start with Lydia because that's just a picture of how the Holy Spirit looks and calls us to look with, with spiritual eyesight as opposed to human eyesight. And oftentimes Paul is one of the main um, arguments against women in leadership and ministry, um, but it's just erroneous because Paul was not against women in leadership and ministry. He very much sought out because the Holy Spirit drove him to look for his followers using spiritual eyesight instead of human eyesight. He, he taught women um, just like Jesus had. He taught women and he brought them to Christ and he helped them start their own ministries to further the gospel. And today I think it's important for us to remember that we are called to use our spiritual eyesight and not look at things like skin color or gender when we determine if someone is worthy to utilize the spirit that God's provided inside them. It's the spirit inside that matters. And that's what, as Christians, we're called to respond to is the spirit, not to biology, not to um, skin color or gender or social status, what we all have in common is that Holy Spirit inside us. And I would pray that this year we would do a better job at that. Not only listening and reading and studying the stories of women in the Bible, in Scripture, but that we would do a better job of looking with spiritual eyesight instead of human eyesight. And that we would even do what Paul did, which is search out the people that have the gifts. Lydia was gifted with leadership. She was a businesswoman. She had the, the ability to host and maintain and sustain a house church. And he met her where she was with those giftings and, and helped her get started. I think that's what we have to do. We have to recognize the gifts in others 
put ourselves um, and what we may think aside and really study using spiritual gifts and um, encourage and um, and help people meet them where they are and help them do what they're called to do and that's really what we are called to do is build the body of Christ in that way so here's to a great start 2019 if there are any particular women you want to hear about we've talked about Lydia um, just mentioned Phoebe a little bit but we're going to talk about her too who do you guys want to study more about is there a particular woman I know I I'm very drawn to Deborah as well so I want to talk about her but there's so many great women to read and learn from so who is it that you want to hear about let me know just reach out to me via email or uh, on Facebook or Twitter or however you're finding me just send me a note about who you'd like to read about and as I share some of these stories I'll also share some great resources I have some commentaries that I enjoy reading some um, theologians that have wonderful insight and uh, I'd love to make this a great experience for all of you so let's connect and I will look forward to sharing more stories soon if you aren't connected to me on clarityunleashed.com do that subscribe find my um, podcast and definitely give it a rating that would be awesome and just share it with someone you think would enjoy uh, enjoy what we're talking about here and I will talk to you guys soon. Happy 2019.